Feeling hot, hot, hot. Oh, boy. The Big 12 coming into this season, I said it on the podcast probably what a, a month ago maybe, or I was like, yeah, there is one coach on the hot seat, and it's Neil Brown, and the seat is so hot that it doesn't even matter, that there's nothing, you know, that he's just a dead man walking. He's so hot at this point, he doesn't even feel it anymore. He's just like, oh, yeah, whatever, I'm going to get fired at some point. But now, all the pressure's been taken off of Neil Brown. Neil Brown's a hero. Maybe not a hero, you know? Like, the, the team still probably needs to fire Neil Brown at the end of the year. That, that's kind of a, uh, yeah, it probably needs to happen. But there are other people who said, Neil, <laughs> you're taking a lot of heat, buddy. My name's Mike Gundy, and I'd like to take some of that heat for you. My name is Dana Holgerson. I'd like to take that heat for you. Or, my name is Dave Aranda. I appreciate you having me in this conversation. It, it, it is baffling to me that we've had to open up this hot seat conversation so much because I didn't expect that to be the case. I did not expect that we would be having a conversation about Dave Aranda being on the hot seat in the Big 12 after three weeks of play. I thought that Baylor would easily be 2-1, and 3-0. and oh. I thought that Oklahoma State was going to beat South Alabama. I thought that Houston... My, you know, Dana Horgerson, coach at West Virginia for a long time, has been a power five head coach that he was going to have a real shot to do something good at Houston, to have, have success in the Big 12. You remember a couple of years ago, he won, what, 10 games? And it was like, oh, yeah, Dana Holgerson, yes. That team sucked on Saturday. They were competitive. You know, they were competitive to an extent for, for a degree of time. We were like, okay. Okay, was it 13? Uh, I think halftime was like 20, 20 to 13 or something. And, and at one point, it's 13 10, I believe. And I started thinking, all right. All right, Houston's competitive. I'm not asking you to win here. I'm just asking you to play well down the stretch, make this an interesting game, and show that you belong in the Big 12. And then they crapped the bed. And Holgerson makes a great point in the postgame. They were playing a team that went to the national championship last season. I do think TCU is still a good football team. But Dana, buddy, from last season to this season, I look at Houston and I think, hmm. Not worried about them. I don't think anybody in the Big 12 has been worried about Houston this year. I, I think last year, when you look up and down what Houston did, you know, they were very competitive against Texas State. They had that UTSA, that UTSA game, but they also they lost to Kansas. Tulane, SMU, Tulsa. It was like, oh, Dana, dude, we have we were gifting you stuff here to go win in the AAC. We're gifting you stuff to go win and make everybody in the Big 12 to put them on watch and say, hey, Big 12, we're good. But it's been a constant string. I'm going to say this. I'm going to, it's been now a what feels like a consistent string of mediocrity from Dana Holgerson that Houston fans do not accept. And, and I do, I do agree that Houston should have a higher standard than you know settling for seven and five every season. It shouldn't be a seven and five team, and especially if this year in the Big Twelve tanks, you've got to look at a different direction because now you are talking about having a head coach. Every team needs to have the head coach that they are most confident in that they have been in the last two decades. It's a high calling. In this league, it's a high calling to say that, but it's the case when we go into a new era of the Big 12. Everybody needs to have a head man that they say, I am so confident moving forward that this is my guy in the new Big 12. We can be competitive in the new Big 12 because our head coach is someone who can absolutely win. Houston can't say that. Oklahoma State right now can't say that. Mike Gundy, man. You had Knowles. Knowles was great. And then he leaves and everything just falls apart. And it's not even, oh my gosh, it's like it's not even the defense right now. I, I said, 
a week ago. I thought Gunnar Gundy was the right call at quarterback. And then Garrett Rangel comes out and he's also, well, he came into the game way too late against South Alabama, by the way. I mean, you're just, what are we doing here? Somebody changed something at some point. And then Alan Bowman's also been bad. So it shows that Gundy's portal work is just bad. He has bad portal work. He lost at home to South Alabama in a blowout. He can't figure out who the damn quarterback's going to be. It's like he doesn't even want to. It's like, Mike, are we not trying? Like, Mike, you, you said that for the first few games, you're going to try out three guys. And it's like you didn't look at the scoreboard once against South Alabama. Is he complacent? And now I know things. I've heard from many sources, very close to dirt, certain programs, that Gundy's tried to leave before. He's had conversations about leaving before. And the university, to an extent, has never ponied up and said, hey, Mike, it's time to part ways. But there have been times. We get to every three or four years, it's like, oh, well, here it goes. Mike Gundy's going to be done after the season. And then it's always his hot seat year that he goes 10 and two or something. You know, he just has one of those off, one of those off the cuff wild years. And everybody's like, all right, well, Gunny just bought himself three more years. And here we are, Mike. You got to start winning Matt Campbell at Iowa State. You just lost to Ohio 10 to seven. You can't be confident going into the new Big 12 against Colorado. Deion Sanders is looking at the Big 12 going, oh, why did we do this? Why did we do this? Because uh, some of these programs look like jokes right now. Iowa State losing to Ohio is a joke. Cincinnati, who seems so promising after a win against Pitt on the road, loses to Miami of Ohio. Scott Satterfield, you're not on the hot seat. But Gundy, we, we have that, we're going to have that conversation now. Matt Campbell, we're going to have that conversation now, especially after the way he blew up on that fan after the game. Fan in the wrong, yes. Mike Gundy, also in the wrong, dude. Whoa. Like aggressively, like almost trying to charge toward that fan. I've seen. I'm sure you've seen the video. And then Dave Aranda, Dana Holgerson, Neil Brown. There might be five coaching vacancies at the end of this year from teams that not from head coaches parting ways with the team to take a better job, but from teams parting ways with the head coach. I don't think all five will happen. I, actually, I'll guarantee you that all five won't happen. But man, the conversation on those five is certainly open. At Lockdown Big 12, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Sometimes I have too many beers. Automatic. Luckily, I can do that because these brews are non-alcoholic beers. That is at Athletic Brewing Company. I am so happy, so happy that I found something that is pretty low-calorie, by the way. I like the low-calorie stuff. And... And tastes good. Game changer of the week this week. Certainly, um, certainly give it to CJ, CJ Donaldson. He, my game changer of the week. Spectacular running back for West Virginia. He's our athletic brewing company. Game changer of the week. An athletic brewing company has changed the game with non-alcoholic beers. They have non-alcoholic beers that taste good with full flavor. Award-winning, 50 styles of craft. They are fit for all times, watching a big game, tackling work, or working out. No hangovers ever. Find Athletic in store online. At bars around the country, they're the fastest-growing non-alcoholic brewery in the U.S. Get on board. They have an IPA as well. You can find Athletic Brewing Co.'s non-alcoholic brews at a store near you or buy online at athleticbrewingcompany.com. That's athleticbrewing.com, actually. First customers can use code Locked On to get 15% off your first online order. That's Locked On at checkout, 15% off at athleticbrewingcompany.com. Near beer. Exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times.